Podcast. I'm on half of the duo Eds alongside my co-host, my brother, my brethren, Ethan. Hectic weekend in regards to the football and the basketball. No NFL to talk about, so I, I assume no. it's going to be a relatively quick one. Um, how you doing, my guy? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Where do you want to start? You know what? Before we before we talk sports, I, I had a quick question for you. Yeah, because I was um, mm. thinking about this randomly. Do you think a relationship can work if like the like the two people involved that like have completely different taste in music yeah yeah i think so because but yeah i don't I, I, I don't know why it wouldn't work obviously you've got your own devices now nowadays so you can you can listen to whatever you want to but yeah car trips can be difficult that, that's, you, that's, that's what i was gonna say yeah if you have a different uh music taste um <laughs> yeah v- victoria's got she, she likes her pop music she does like her soul music mm-hmm. which i do as well but Mm. I'm predominantly R and B, hip hop. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit different, but yeah, it's it's, it's worked with us. So yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. Because I was just thinking all the girls I've been involved with, like you said, some of them have been to like the poppy stuff, but they've more so leaned towards like the R and B. So it's always been like calm. Whereas yeah, these are just I don't know. As you get older, you think about these things. It's my birthday and stuff like that, and a bunch of different yeah. things you're thinking about. But ultimately, I'm just um, thankful to be here another year, man. You know, a lot of people yeah. passed away. Jamal Edwards passed away. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, that was that was a sad one. In terms of like, gosh, I haven't even made it full screen. In terms of um, like the UK like rap scene, grime, like drill, UK rap, whatever. Like he was a pivotal part of that, and uh, like throughout my childhood, I remember watching his uh, SBTV F64s, and like yeah. everyone would go on there and stuff like that. And I felt like he was way, way ahead of his time, and so many other platforms were birthed in regard, like just from his inspiring people, like you know the Link Up TV, GRMs, and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, yeah very, very sad. Thirty-one years young. I know it's too young, too young, too young, bro. Gee, like. Mm. Yeah, it's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. And then, and you know what? I saw someone say this saying, they were like, oh, people make me sick. How, like, when someone passes away, you give them their flowers. But you just don't expect someone that young to, like, pass away. And and, and it's so crazy because once a person doesn't even realise the effect they've actually had, like, this person is actually one of the godfathers of this UK rap, R&B, urban culture thing. So... Yeah, may he rest in peace, thoughts and prayers with his family and stuff like that. It's very, very sad thing, man. You are now listening to Our League podcast, made in London, distributed all over the world. In regards to the All-Star Weekend, yeah, I heard that that weekend alone generated $100 million for Cleveland. I don't know if it's the weekend or like the whole week. People must have gotten on the Monday yeah. and stuff like that. Hotels yeah. and restaurants and clubs. A hundred million a week, bro. And, yeah. I, I, and I'll get it why like small teams, like small market teams exist and stuff and why they always get so upset when like a big star, like a LeBron, like an Anthony Davis, um, like a Dame Lillard leave because it, it, it can affect the economy, innit? I just, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that yeah. is crazy, that. Yeah. Hundred million, bro, on just like one sport. <laughs> mm. Mm. I would love to know the numbers for the Super Bowl, but yeah, in <laughs> terms of 
like what did you watch? I know you was busy this weekend. Any events? Did you did you watch any of the three point events, the dunks, the um, game itself? Yeah, I, w- I watched the new. Uh, was it the skill skill games? The, the way it, they, though. yeah. So they they had three teams this year. They had like so a group of three uh, three players. Okay, uh, were on the team, and there was different various skill games. Um, obviously they had the passing one through the through the ring or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and then weaving through like uh, defenders and then there was there was loads of different ones this year it was quite it was quite enjoyable but um cleveland won that i watched the three-point contest um I just finished watched it some hi- yeah watched some highlights of that i saw um carl anthony towns win um and now he surprised me there he, he, he was hitting some nice ones there yes. um and yeah the dunk contest was the one that everyone waits for and this was a bit disappointing, I think. It was like it was like several yeah. takes of the like what do you think of that? Like, cause um they say as long as you make it, it's calm, but it's not calm because the judges ain't gonna score you the same. Yeah. They're just natural humans, like yeah, it's yeah, it's hard because you, you want them to hit it first time. Yeah, but it's very it's very rare that they do. But also, I think um all the dunks have they not been done? Like, what else can someone actually do? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't like you can windmill. You can. I, I mean, I get it. It's always <laughs> impressive when someone does a crazy dunk. But what can I actually? You've seen people jump over cars. You've seen people jump over seven footers. Who is it? I can't remember who is it that dunked over Taco Four. It was it Aaron Gordon. It might have yeah. been Aaron Gordon like yeah. a couple of years ago. Like what, what, I don't know what else mm-hmm. someone could do on ESPN today. They were complaining, saying how that like, back in the day, like the superstars of the league used to do the dunk contest, and nowadays guys don't want to do it because. I don't know. Again, they were trying to say, "Oh, it's because people don't want to get shown up by lesser talent." I don't think it's that. I just think don't. I just think guys can't be asked really. And no. I don't know if there's like a money incentive if for them to like if they win and stuff like that. I, if if they made it, let's say you you win like one point five or two M's. If you did a dunk contest, I can almost guarantee you, you get like bigger stars doing it. Like, yeah, yeah. Ha- but I, but I also yeah, I also think um, it kind of elevates a, a player in a way. Because Zach Levine from yeah. the from the dunk contest, you, I didn't really hear of him before that, mm-hmm. and then that kind of elevated his career. We don't know what will happen with Toppin now. He's he's been a good player, but we'll have to see. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like players need to be a bit more creative when it comes to the dunk contest. With with Toppin, I think the issue for him is that he plays the same position as uh, Julius Randle. And obviously yeah. they, they they maxed them out. Whether that was a good thing or a bad thing, I, I don't know. We can like discuss that later on down the line. Mm. I mean, he played good last year, but yeah, he plays the same position as him. And also their coach, how does it Thibodeau? Thibodeau? Yeah, Thibodeau, yeah. He doesn't like playing young players. Like that's that's been a constant thing throughout his career. So the fact that mm. they picked him as to, to be the coach of a young team doesn't really make sense. Um because we're seeing yeah. it now with Cam Reddish, they gave up a first round pick and like assets for him and, and he's rarely played so the New York thing we'll have to see but in terms of um, the actual all-star game I was quite annoyed I've already seen like clips of it because I put an alarm on my phone yeah I had an alarm set on my phone for 10 30 it was a pre-existing alarm so I said yeah cool I'm just gonna like press that and it'll wake me up 10 30 I took a nap around nine o'clock why did I wake up 2 30 I'm thinking what the fuck <laughs> like, what's going on here and I didn't realize it was an alarm set for a weekday so it wasn't it didn't yeah. wake me up. So I, but I caught yeah. the last like five minutes of the quarter and um 
oh, I saw a couple of Steph Freeze and I, I woke up in time to watch the LeBron shot, which is just ridiculous, man. Mm. Like this guy, he just like, it was always going to be him to hit the, the yeah. game in it. And, and the, the way he did it, oh, he was, that was a difficult shot because Embiid came onto yeah. him. I can't remember who was guarding him, but Embiid came onto him and he was a post fadeaway in Cleveland as well. Yeah, yeah, mad scenes. Um, and then obviously they've asked him, is there a chance that you could go back to the Cavs? And he said that door's not closed and stuff like that. So now everyone's saying to it on the internet, ah, oh, can he go back to the Cavs? Do you think he could go back? And, and what's your thoughts if he does go back? I think he, he, he even stated he wants to play with his son. Yeah. So if, if that's the case, in a few years' time, if they get either one of the top lottery picks and his son is named, I think he goes as a free transfer to wherever. wherever. Yeah, that could but, happen. But people are saying, yeah, I saw this online. This ain't me saying this because I don't mm. watch high school basketball, that if his son was to come out like... I think he's eligible to come out 2024. He would be a late second round pick because he's a high school oh, kid, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. if he was to do like a year or two in college, I'm not sure what his projection would be. But I think the fact that LeBron said, yeah, any team Bronny goes to, I'm going to, it's kind of <laughs> like risen his stock up a bit. Because I think like, even if it's a lottery, let's say you've got the 15th pick and you don't know who to pick. You might just say, fuck it, let me take Bronny because I know I'm getting yeah. LeBron at the same time. And yeah. you got him for a year and then... Even if you're not a playoff team, you're going to sell loads of jerseys. I'll buy the jersey and, and stuff like that. So it's it's, it's a mad one. LeBron's team is a 5-0. and Like, it, it, who, who's who been the only other captain? I mean, Steph has been captain. KD's yeah. been captain. Yeah, so it just shows... I don't know, like, is it just the fact that guys are more excited, they're playing with LeBron, or he just he's just a better pick of a team, or he just... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What, what, what do you think is behind it? Because that's quite impressive. Yeah, I think I think it's a mix of yeah, he's a leader. He's uh, he knows how to select the right players, and yeah, the possible chance of playing with LeBron James, and you have to show you you're on his level or even better. So yeah, I think the mix of that, and yeah, I, I, yeah, I think him having Steph Curry uh, was a big was a big win as well. Sixteen threes, bro. Yeah, I sixteen threes. It's crazy. This guy's something else. And he's from <laughs> he's, he's he's from um Akron, Ohio as well. So mm. shout out to him. Yeah, that was that was yeah, some of the best basketball man. I got a, a trace scenario for you, yeah. Carl Anthony Towns for DeAndre Ayton, Cam Johnson, another player, a first and a second round pick. If you're the if you're the, the um Timberwolves GM and you know Cat's probably gonna leave, him and Devin Booker are good friends. Do you say no to that trade? Or do you try to like re-angle it so you can get some more draft picks or whatever? Or do you say yeah? I say yes. Um, Cam Johnson's a, a well, well-rounded player, um, and Aiton is a brilliant player as we've seen over the last two years. So yeah, yeah I'll take that deal. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I don't know if I'll try and get a few trade picks, not trade picks, uh, draft picks here and there. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely take that, take that deal. And I've just seen something now. Drogic is signed with the Nets. Like, you know, that's just making life difficult for the Sixers, man. You put on here that uh, sources saying that um, Harden was clashing with Nash and KD because he wanted to play a more iso ball <laughs> and them not wanted to play a more free-throwing game. 
Mm. Ultimately, what style of play do you think works in the playoffs more, ISO or free-flowing? I, I think just by, again, I don't know basketball, like the, the, the P's and Q's and, and all that mm. stuff, but Harden's never made it to the finals where KD has made it to the finals. Now, granted, he's played with better teams and stuff like that, but still, like, I feel like in the finals, it's half-court game, so it's not like mad transition basketball yeah. and the game slows down and it's easy to key on the defender to, like, in terms of style of play, which one do you think works better? Uh, yeah, free flow and play. I think uh, ISO makes him look better as a player. I yeah. think that's that's why he wants to play ISO. It makes him stand out as a player. So I feel like he'll, he'll change his ways at um, the 76ers. But I think predominantly, I think he wants to play ISO game. Um, Do you think that can work with like Embiid though, a guy who he, he does the he does demand the ball and he needs the ball and and obviously Harden's always done well with bigs that do the pick and roll, mm. but Embiid's not much of a pick and roller really. He's a a post up or he can face the basket mid range. He can do everything really other than the pick and roll because he's been the main guy. So like, do do you think that style of play can work or like you said last episode, Harden has to adapt his game because he's on quote unquote Embiid's team. Yeah. Yeah, that that's it. I think I think he's just got a feet of yeah, he's got to feel his way into uh, the 76ers. I think, like you said, you were you was a bit skeptical of the move, but it's a, it's a win now. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Really, you are now listening to our league podcast, made in London, distributed all over the world. PSG won Real Madrid nil. Mbappe scored in extra time against a team who hopefully he goes to. Did you watch the highlights of this game and, and what did you think of it? I, I watched this game. Um, yeah, it was a very good game. PSG, from the get-go, you kind of feel like they were on top. Yeah. Um, and Real Madrid were playing, trying to play counter-attacking football, which Real Madrid did well until they gave away a penalty. Courtois saved it well. And then, uh, yeah, Mbappe, Mbappe really took over this uh, this tie, I think. And then, yeah, scored his goal, which was really brilliantly taken. But yeah, Real Madrid disappointed me in this game as well. Yeah, they did. They're really very slow. Uh, couldn't get Benzema in the game. Couldn't get uh, Venetius Jr. in the game. Yeah, it was a bit disappointed. But a 1-0, you kind of take that away from home. And also, the away goal doesn't really count this year. So it's a, it's a decent result. Do you think they showed PSG too much respect? And also, what are your thoughts on the away goal being taken away? I mean, I don't really like it, you know. Uh, no, I think the away goals are it's it's a unfair advantage. I think I think I feel like if if you're playing on a goal to goal basis, I think that's I think that's better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think me personally, the reason why I don't like it is so let's say like you're Arsenal, yeah, and you're playing like when we was in the Champions League, which is a lifetime ago, mm. and you've got a, a Wednesday game in. Istanbul, Turkey. How many mm. fans are really going to travel? How many, like, really? So, like, it's going to be... And that atmosphere is intense. It's a mad stadium. Mm. The fans are hyped up. And there's going to be so much noise, flare guns, the whole the whole nine yards, right? So, like, from the jump, you're mentally, like, trapped into, like... It's, it's foreign territory, isn't it? So, if, yeah. you, can, if you get a goal, I think that does the world of wonders. Vice versa as well. Like, how many of their fans are really going to travel to London on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever. So, yeah. but from a pure footballing standpoint and just like for the, the pureness of the game, like you said, I think a goal for goal thing does work. Um, in terms of the stats, 
PSG had 21 shots, eight on target. Real Madrid had three shots, zero on target. PSG had 58% possession. Sporting Lisbon, nil. Man City, five. I, I didn't watch this game because I was watching the Real Madrid game, but I watched the highlights of this game. Yeah. Yeah, crazy performance by them. What, what did you think of this game? Yeah, it, it was. It, they were cruising, really. Um, that Bernardo Silva goal was class as well. That half volley. Yeah, I had a thingy. Who was it? Julian Lescott was saying the Sterling goal was better um, than the Bernardo Silva, which I, I, I don't think I agree <laughs> on. But no, I just said the City, are, I think they're cruising to the next round now. Um, yeah. That 5 0. Brilliant. Fair play to, I mean, Salzburg, sorry. Salzburg won by Munich one. I didn't watch this game, but fair play to them. That, um, Ad, what is it? Adamu? Adamu, that- yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure who's. I'm pretty sure was it Roman? Uh, no, Man United that were linked with a a move for him. If I was, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And he didn't go. Fair play, man. But mm. this team, I like this team because they're a sneaky team. They just, but they, they produce young players. I, I, I like teams like this. They're just going to be selling clubs, isn't it? Especially because they play yeah. in a smaller league as well. But they do their job. Liverpool two, Inter nil. Salah again doing his job. Luis mm. Diaz played decent. Like. This Liverpool team, I know we're going to touch them in the Prem in a bit, but sneaky, they're looking like they're they're back to top form again. If would you say so? Yeah, because even even in this game, they showed a different way of winning. They kind of snatched it because Inter Milan they they played well in this game, but yeah, they they showed you how how different they can win. So yeah. I've been impressed with Inter this season. I can't lie to you. I, mm. I really have. I but, that... but they've dropped a bit of recent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they lost, they lost this weekend as well. Yeah, I, I would have thought like the, the drop-off would have been even more so with the Lukaku mm. thing. But like their style of play, because I was watching it, I think it, not on T4 football, but it was one of the other things. And I, and I was rather impressed with them. All right, cool. Let's do the Premier League. Nice kickabout with the boys. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I, thought, I thought that was so petty there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arsenal 2 Brentford 1 the, 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 the two star boys Smith yeah. roll 48th minute Saka 79th minute yeah what, did you watch this game did you what did you think about this game and what did you think about our performance yeah I saw I saw I saw the the little highlights on the um, Sky Sports football and yeah it just just counter-attacking football um some of the goals. Um, Saka's goal was brilliant and oh. Emil Smith-Rowe, yeah, his goal was brilliant as well. And I loved the little set of celebrations at the end from both of them, really. I think it's, yeah, it's brilliant. I feel like this team's um, having fun again and I think Arteta said that they're showing more mental toughness and I kind of think they are as well because like people yeah. like me, I've been critical of them. And I feel like they're blocking up the outside noise, essentially, and just focusing in and, and having somewhat of that it's us against the world mentality, which I think you, yeah. you need to have if you want to do good things. Some of the stats, Arsenal had 24 shots, very surprising, eight on target. Brentford had six shots, two on target. We had 62% possession. And yeah, we just dominated every other stat. All this without an out-and-out striker because Lacazette's been playing that false nine position. Lacks Smith Rowe, I think he's our top goal scorer. I think he's got ten for the year. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I feel like if he can like consistently add goals to his game, sky's the limit for him. I'm so happy we didn't sell him. So so happy we didn't sell mm. him. Liverpool three, Norwich one. All of their forwards scored 
Mane, Salah, Diaz. Norwich are a joke of a club. What did you make of this uh, Liverpool performance? They started slow this game. Um, yeah, they, they went down in this game and then they showed their resilience and uh, got back. And yeah, they, they really uh, caught fire. And, and yeah, all their three, sh- uh, three attackers scored. So yeah, I'm just happy Liverpool are trying to chase uh, City down a bit because a while back, I, I thought City were yeah. flying with it. But yeah. yeah, we'll touch on that in a bit. But yeah. Very impressed with Liverpool of recent. It just it just shows the Prem man, it, and this is why they say it's the best league in the world because a couple mm. of slip ups and who's uh, Liverpool got a game in hand on City, in it? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Now. So if when they play that game, if they win, they're only three points behind, opposed to being what was it like in December? Was it eleven? It's like eleven, yeah, eleven points, yeah. Not to say they were not. Again, we're going to touch on City in a bit, but should they have bought a striker. <laughs> To be fair, their their problem was defensively this week, but yeah. Liverpool, 29 shots, 8 on target, 70% possession. Norwich, Mm. 6 shots, 1 on target, 30% possession. Dean Smith, he was rallying the boys a few weeks ago, man. Hopefully, uh, for his sake, isn't it? Because he shouldn't have taken that job, in my opinion. Southampton 2, Everton 0. Armstrong and Shane Long, who I forgot even played football. I'm not going to lie to you still. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot you play football. They had 19 shots, 11 on target. Um, Everton had nine shots, zero on target. Donny van der Beek has already played more minutes for Everton than he, he has played for United the entire mm. season. Just which lets you know what type of what they were on. Um, Awobi starting to play for them lot again. Deli Ali coming off the bench and all that stuff. Like, do you still have faith that Frank can get the boys like? Playing consistent, but it's gonna take time, isn't it? and he's gonna to have to get his signings. But like, yeah. ultimately, like, where do you think Everton need to improve as a club? They need to just stop spending money on players that don't really, yeah, don't deserve that real yeah. wage or whatever. Because yeah, they've bought some nonsense players of recent, and yeah, they just need to keep keep an eye on that, and yeah, just recruit the right people in. And yeah, just build a well-rounded team. I feel like they've got a well-rounded team at the moment, but yeah, their their results are just inconsistent. So yeah, I think Frank could do something there, but the most they're going to get out of that team is probably a top six, top seven team at the moment. And in terms of Southampton, you know, they was like, I mean, we said it last episode, they was in trouble last season and getting the job done. Uh, Broger, is that his name? Broger, is that how to pronounce it? Broger, yeah, Broger. 20 years old, I think. 21 games, six goals. I mean, that's a decent return for a 21 year old. I mean, 20 year old. Yeah. Someone was saying that they just can't see him getting games in the in the Chelsea squad, so they'll probably end up selling him. But you were saying, is it worth? Yeah, Timo Werner would probably be the one who gets sacrificed and going back to Germany. How do you think if he was to come, it's him and Lukaku up top? Because we're gonna get to Chelsea in a bit. Yeah. Do you think it's him and Lukaku up top, or does he get pushed out to the flank? Um, I to be fair, I think he gets the opportunity to try and start as the main guy, the main mm. figure. We'll have to see. I think Tuchel likes to trial people out anyway, so he'll get his opportunity. It's just whether he takes it, I reckon. Watford one, Aston Villa Neil Dennis. This guy is on fire, man. Mm. This guy's actually doing the job. <sighs> fair play to Watford, isn't it? Uh Hodgson got the boys, got the boys playing football. Um, I think that's that's their first win though with Hodgson. 
he is in 22 games, he's got nine goals and five assists in the Premier League, only 24 years old. I think he's on loan from Genk, or have they bought him permanently? They they bought him. They bought him. Oh, they bought him, yeah. Yeah, someone's going to try and buy him this year, because that's a good return. Um, Crystal Palace, nil. Chelsea, one. You, you, you go ahead, bro. I only really caught a little snippet of this game. But what I saw is um, it's kind of a balanced game. I think we're... I think we're just tired and leggy now. Um, yeah. Even Tuchel said it. Got a disallowed goal in it from Ziyech, which was, it was offside. And then, yeah, last minute, not last minute, but 89th minute, um, Alonso comes on, drills it in to Ziyech, and Ziyech takes his chance again. And yeah, slots it in. Um, Ziyech, he, he looks like a different man of recent, been in real good form. I think yeah. that's three and three, three and three games for him now. But yeah, Chelsea look a bit leggy now and I think that we kind of do need rest. But at this time of the season, I don't think you get rest now. So yeah, we've got the final next weekend and hopefully we win it. What do you make of Lukaku? I mean, his, the seven... His body language doesn't look correct. Yeah, yeah. This is what me and my brother were speaking about the, um, a couple a couple hours ago. Um, yeah, his body language is all over the place, really. Um, he doesn't look like he wants to be there. Uh, seven touches doesn't sound good, oh, but but also but also, it's the service there. Did the players really want to be playing with him now after all of the issues that happened a few months ago or even a few weeks ago? So, yeah, it's a tough one because you spend all, all that money on on a top top striker. He's the top striker, but he's just not producing at this moment in time. If you're a player, do you take it personal or do you just be like the problem's not with me? It's with um, the manager. He, he, but we've spoke about this before. He's a t- he's a he's quite a sensitive per- a character anyway. Yeah. Um, very outspoken in a way. Um, so yeah, I think it affects him. But he shouldn't be letting this affect him. He should just be cracking on with his football and trying to win the fans over. And and I don't feel like he's doing that at this moment in time. In terms of like him only getting seven touches. Tuchel's got to do a better job, man. Like, come on, like you got a hundred million yeah. on a, on a striker, and he's only getting seven touches in the game. But mm. I don't know who it was on match of the day, whether it was Wrighty or if it was um, Shearer, and they were mm. just saying that he's not making the runs. Like he's, yeah. he he's not making the runs. Is it maybe he's uninspired? Maybe it's a case of he just feels like what's the point of running? They're not going to get me the ball. Yeah. Like in terms of your style of play, how would you describe your, st- your style of play? I would I would say it's very out wide. Um, we yeah. do try and get the wing backs on the ball, but as we've said before, I think losing Chilwell and Reese James has probably affected the attacking players in that sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel like we play a lot of possession type football, and that's not the type of football he wants to play. Lukaku, anyway, mm-hmm. as we've seen at Inter Milan, they're they're very counter attacking uh, football team, and he's he's more likely to run run into those spaces when they're in, the, in in attacking positions. I feel like we play a lot of possession football and that just doesn't suit him. Yeah. I think um, he got sussed out really quite early on in the season where he likes his back to goal and yeah. try and swivel. And yeah. this build-up play doesn't work now. In the, the Premier League, you get found out quite quickly. So, um, yeah, I, I do feel sorry for him, but I also don't as well. It's a difficult one. 
Yeah, I feel like, like you said, it's going to be difficult for him to get the fans back on his side as well after mm-hmm. the comments that he made. And you are right, he does love to play with his back to the goal. So then possibly you got to adopt somewhat of the the Liverpool system then, essentially. If, if yeah, you're going to yeah but... Yeah, he, I, ju- I, just, I just don't think he's... I don't know, we, we thought he was more agile, agile because he's slimmed down, kind of adapted to the Italian way of football. I feel like he's the same same kind of player. He's a bit clunky still. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just the Premier League probably isn't his league. I don't know. Yes, and we thought you lot was gonna win the Prem this year. I know, I know, I know. Like we really, we really thought that. I was so ad. I said yeah. that with like confidence in my voice. I think yeah, gonna win the yeah, defo, Boy, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think the style of play just goes to show this was a, a signing that was above the manager's head. One of those yeah. ones, because as you get older, you understand how football works. Different agents will contact clubs. Hey, my player is available. Do you want him? I felt like that was possibly the case. And, you know, they probably thought, you know, it was a too good of an offer. Strike by the iron's heart, which, you know what, I, you, can't, you can't be mad at them. You just won the Champions yeah. League. You thought, hey, we've got everything in place. Let's just go and get a guy who's going to be the ice on the cake to... You can yeah. get us 25 yeah. plus goals. I'm not sure how many goals he's got this year. It, it no, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> couldn't tell you, but yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's one of those ones we just have to continue on to see. Um, City versus Tottenham, City two, Tottenham three. I watched this game, very, really, very really good game on football. Gundogan scored, Morris scored. Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce my man's name. He scored in the fourth minute, and Harry Kane scored two goals. If you if you watched this game, what did you think of this game? I thought it was a very good game of football. Yeah, very good game. I watched. Yeah, I just watched it in my little break on um, in work today. Um, yeah, brilliant game. Yeah, I don't know how Tottenham just they they had every answer to City's um, yeah. attacking uh, plays. Um, they were very counter attacking as well. Uh, they could have probably scored one of the goals of the season. Really, uh, yeah. Harry Kane should have Harry Kane should have really finished it off, but. Yeah, he was inspired this week, um, Harry Kane. He, he really wanted to show everyone, or the City fans anyway, what they were missing. Yeah, he was he was on another level. And, that, and he is a world-class player when yeah. he wants to turn up. I think, yeah. I think again, it's it's one of those ones where I feel more people are adopting that Liverpool system with the false nine and the two forwards just bombers over Baghdad. Like, yeah. son, yeah. phenomenal player. The, the new boy from Juve, he's still, he, he's young as well. The new guy yeah, from Kulaze- yeah, Kulaze- yeah, yeah. He's only 21. I mean, he scored good goal as well. Ryan Sessegnon, I was impressed with him. I can't lie. He yeah, played, he was, he he was good very game. good. Very good, yeah. Hobart played a good game. Overall, it was a good game from Tottenham. Man City, possibly a case of, like you said, them being somewhat tired or... I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure about it, man. But, yeah, good game from Spurs. And... Mm. Harry Kane, yeah, getting his form back again. Shout out to whoever it was in our comments on TikTok that was saying, nah, Harry Kane's back on form. Right, cool, man, fair play. <laughs> uh, Leeds 2, Man United 4. I watched this game. This was a funny old game. The, the intensity, I could feel it from my living room. It was because yeah. they hate, oh, my mate Morris hates United. Like Leeds fans actually hate Manchester United. What did you make of this game? Yeah, it was a it was a good game. Some some really good goals. Um, maybe the the Leeds first goal was a bit fluky, but when they go in, they go in. 
And then yeah. a minute later, they conceded again. United showing off their defensive lack at the uh, at the moment. And then yeah, United scored a few few other other goals from Fred and uh, Elanga, um, and they were good finishes as well. Uh, really, it was an up and down game. Really, it was like, it was like a basketball match. The yeah. weather, the weather, the weather oh, really. The pitch was played. terrible. The pitch was it terrible. Played, it played into the atmosphere though as well. I think yeah. I think that really gave it a real good that atmosphere. And yeah, it was a good game. Very good game. Typical up north game of football. Really yeah. rainy. The pitch yeah. looked like shit. People are sliding around. People are throwing coins yeah. at players, giving yeah. verbal abuse. It was just yeah, typical mm. British derby. Um yeah. Sancho played phenomenal in this game. Played He's really, back. Really He's back. He's back, man. Played phenomenal in this game. Um Probably just took time for him to adapt to the league and get his legs underneath him and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, he set up. He set up the Fred goal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, just a little layoff to the side. Yeah, and the um, he he was he set up the the Bruno goal, which was a nice build up play as well. Uh, Alanga yeah. coming off the bench yeah. doing his thing. He he's still young as well. I don't even think he's yeah, like very young. What was he? 21, 22? I can't even remember. Let me try to get to this. Yeah, I think it's 22, 21. Yeah. From another Swedish player as well. 19. Yeah, Swedish, yeah. 19. And 19, is it? Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Yeah, another one. He looks like another one to come through the the United Academy. So, yeah, man. Fair play to them. And he, and and shout out to, um, what is it, Radnick for, you know, giving him a run of games. Mm. And he must be training well. Fred, that guy, for all the goof that he gets, he, he, does, he gets the good goals for United when they need him. Yeah. Last game of the weekend, Wolves 2, Leicester 1, Midlands derby. Lookman scored and then Never scored. And then, um, what's it, Podnets? Yeah, Podnets, yeah. Podnets scored. I, I, I was in and out of this game. I haven't even watched the highlights of it. But Wolves, man, steady, good manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. 11, 11 shots, three on target. Leicester had 17 shots, seven on target, 64%. Possession as well. Yeah, is it, it? Do you think it's time for Brendan to go now? I was just about a... to ask you that question. Yeah. Literally just about to ask you that question. Um, yeah, I think it is time for him to go. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. But he's done his job there, though. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, I think they need the resurgence of something at Leicester. Um, they, yeah, the the players at the at the moment they just don't seem to be playing for him. Yeah. Um. They they got a good result in Europa, uh, um, this week. But they, yeah, they 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 were poor against Wolves again. How would you say the the style of play of Premier League, like the style of play of the Premier League and Premier League players has changed over the past twenty years? Like, what what would you say was like? Is it the pace, the physicality, the technique? What what would you say has been the biggest change of? The Premier League in the past 20 years? I say the biggest change is obviously probably technique. As we've had foreign players come over, um, English players are probably adapting to that game very, very technical now. But I also think the speed is relentless in the Premier League compared to other uh, other leagues. Physicality is one. The I think we've mentioned before where physicality, I, I can name one other league, which is the German League, that kind of levels in that way, but I don't think anyone else can compare to the physicality of the Premier League. Yeah, just everything's really changed in the in 20 years with um, the Premier League. I think, it's, yeah, it's the best league, I think, ever. 
reason I asked this is because I saw a video and I sent it to you of Steve the Madman saying Patrick Vieira wouldn't be good in today's game. I get it. As the game evolves and time evolves and, and evolution and stuff like that, players become more technical. But I feel like Patrick Vieira was ahead of his time. I feel like Patrick Vieira would be Paul Pogba today. Like, am I yeah. like jumping the gun and saying that? Or, or do you think Patrick Vieira would, would get like bullied in today's Premier League? No, I, I wouldn't say he'd get bullied because he was a physical player anyway. Um, yeah. He's very technical as well, so I, I can't can't understand why that Steve-O uh, would say that. Yeah, he was he's very like similar to Yaya Toure in a way as well. Uh, could run with the ball. Yeah, he'd, he, I think he would kill it in in the nowadays anyway. In, yeah, I think I think it'd be an absolute problem. Um, all right, cool. Let's quickly touch on a couple of our um, leagues. Borussia Dortmund six, much in Gladbach nil. I watched the highlights of this game. Silly, silly, mm. silly, silly, silly game. Um, and they only had sixteen shots, ten on target. And much in Gladbach had eight, four on target. Just a dominating performance. Marlin, who was with us, and then he went to PSV, was a direct replacement for uh, Jaden Sancho, and he scored a nice goal. Roy scored yeah. a couple of nice goals as well. Bayern Munich four. Is it Huff? Fourth, fourth, I can't even pronounce that yeah. name. Yeah. Um, one, Lewandowski scored two, and um, Chupomotting scored a goal. This guy's got the best agent in the world, bro. Honestly, like he just goes from team to team, like you know, doing his job. Fair play mm. to him. What's what was the 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 Barcelona score? The Barcelona score was four one against Valencia. Bamian got yeah. a nice little hat trick. I said this would happen. I said this guy's <laughs> gonna leave, but I did, didn't it? I said that yeah. knowing our luck, he's gonna leave and start scoring goals. Now, granted, there's only one game, one start, and stuff. But if if he starts to score goals and Arsenal don't get top four, that's on Arteta's head. That mm. me personally, I, I think. But the way. Do you, what do you think? Do you think the Cronkies care about Arsenal? I I think their whole thing with the Cronkies is the ownership thing. I think it's a statement to to say they own the club. Uh, look at me. Um, you saw at the Super Bowl, he got onto the pitch. It was like a big statement to to show he was there and all of that. I don't really feel like he cares too much about some of the teams that he cares. Yeah. I think he cares about the Rams, number one, Denver, number two, and then Arsenal, number 10, and, and nothing in between. <laughs> That's what I truly believe, bro. I just feel like this guy just doesn't care. And and, yeah. and I get it. You're American. It's an American sport. But then, fam, sell the team, bro. Um, was it Usmanov? Is, it, is that his name? The guy who was at, is at Everton? Yeah. yeah, he wanted to buy the club. You said no. Daniel Ek, Spotify, wanted to buy the club. You lot have said no. Pump money into the club then, bruv. Like, you went all out with the Rams, spent a lot of money on the salary cap, yeah. gave up hella draft picks, and you went all in and you won. Cool. Denver, you've built a good team there. Granted, your guys have been injured, but you built a good team there, competing. And Arsenal, we ain't been Champions League. When was the last time Arsenal was in Champions League? 2015? Yeah. Yeah. Seven years, something like that. Now, that's... God, you cry. Um... <laughs> Yeah, what a joke. Uh, Real Madrid won 3 0. Uh, Marcus Asensio, uh, Vinicius Jr., Benzema. Um, in terms of the La Liga table, I think Real Madrid are still. Yeah, yeah, I think it's by six points as well. Yeah, six points. Sevilla second, Real Betis third, Barcelona fourth, Athletic O fifth. 
boy, hopefully Real Madrid can stay on top of it. And then let me check the Bundesliga table. Bayern are first with 55, Dortmund 49, Leverkusen 41, Leipzig 37, Hoffenheim 37. Boy, yeah, final stretch of the of the football season. And then the Formula One's about to start. It's going to be an interesting final stretch. And there's no football this summer, is there? No, no football this summer. Boy, no football this summer. It's going to be a weird one. It's, it's just been like, I've just, I've just got used to it. Football, 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 stuff yeah. like that. You are now listening to our league podcast, Made in London, distributed all over the world. Oh, yeah, we did speak about uh, Amir Khan and... Uh, oh, yeah, it? cool, cool. I, I didn't watch yeah. the fight, but go on. Like, what, what, what um, it? No, it was it, the, all that way. Uh, we kind of expected Kelbrook to win anyway. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just past its time, I think, this fight. This fight should have been made ages ago. Kelbrook just showed position, position over speed, really. I think Khan, Khan said he fell out of love with uh, boxing uh, after after the fight. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, so he's retiring soon. But Kelbrook thinks he's he can still go on. He's 32. He said he wants to go until he's 38 now. So apparently uh, Chris Eubank, is lined up for him, but Ooh. we'll have to see. Two laps, think, killers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think um, yeah, Kelbrick should retire now. I finish on a high, I think. Yeah. What about like when did Calm came in when I was in primary school? If I'm correct, yeah, he's been doing it yeah. a long, long time. Maybe even high, maybe early high school. In terms that, of yeah, because of 2004, he came at the Olympics. He was at yeah, the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it yeah. was primary school. Yeah, it was primary yeah. school. What, what have you made of his career, though? Had a really good start to his career. Yeah. And then he had the shock loss, which I felt he overcame that and then had a few big fights. And then, yeah, just had a few real bad knockouts. Um, and couldn't really... I, I don't feel, feel like he really loved the game after that. Yeah. Yeah, he's made his money. He's had a good career. He's had these BBC documentaries or whatever you call them. Yeah, and he's his made wife social money. tips. Him and his wife yeah, have social media yeah. tips as well. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Man, I, yeah. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. And then in terms of UFC, there's a fight coming up soon. I think it's Coverton versus Masvidal. That's going to be a good fight. Yeah, that um, should be good. Good, good fight. Boy, Kel... You know what it is, yeah? People kept sending me the build-up for the fight. Like, you know when they did that table thing? What, what's it called? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Kel brought it up like he was gonna cry. Yeah, when, uh, yeah, the gloves, gloves are off. That's yeah, what yeah. it's called. Yeah, yeah Kel brought it up like he was gonna cry when Thing wasn't giving him his credit. I was just like, damn, yeah. like, he, this guy's gonna like hurt him. <laughs> yeah, he wanted, he wanted it so bad. Like the celebrations afterwards. If you haven't seen it yet, go and go and watch it because he wanted that so much. The celebrations afterwards, he, he was elated, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I could get it why, because if someone's deemed like the best in your country, you're going to think, nah, come on, yeah. like, I should be getting yeah. that respect as well. I get it. And, and it is good for the sport as well. Um, yeah. Other than like, but th- this is my thing with British boxing. I only found out that fight was happening week off. With AJ, when AJ fights, when Fury fights, I know this stuff mm. half a year before it even happens. Other yeah. than those two, do you feel that British boxing needs to do a better job of like marketing and branding the sport as a holder? I feel like at the moment, Eddie Hearn runs the game. Uh, Matchroom is the main main guy in the business. I, I, don't, I wouldn't really say Frank Warren, other than Tyson Fury, he doesn't really have anyone on these cards. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they do need to 
I don't know. They need to market it a bit better. I know they've got the zone, which is the boxing app. But yeah, it needs to be marketed a bit more in the British media anyway. Did you think that fight warrant being box office or should it just be normal subscription viewers? Yeah, not normal to any Sky Sports viewers or BT viewers. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's been a while in the making, and for the guys to try and make money out of this, I thought it was a bit bad. But yeah, because yeah, I wasn't me personally, I wasn't excited for the fight. Hence, well, I haven't even watched it yet. I mean, granted, there's a lot of sports this weekend, but what? Yeah. Like UFC, I'll wake up to watch that. Like AJ Fury, I'll watch that. Um, Terence Crockford, I'll watch that. Um, you know, Spence Jr., I'll watch that. Whereas with these two, it's just like, oh, okay. Like you said, because it, it should have happened a long time ago, isn't it? So, mm. well, who knows? But anyway, man, um, anything else, bro? Or I think that's it. I think that's it. Very, very quick episode. Because, again, nothing really to talk about other than the football and the basketball. Formula 1 starting soon. I can't wait. Um, that's been episode 32. 32? Yeah, 32 now. Yeah. Episode 32, follow us on all social platforms. Um, we appreciate it. Like, subscribe, follow everything. We're out. Peace.